This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome back, guys, to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. I hope you're all good uh, and you're having a good summer as we come to the end of it. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I've got a, I've got the privilege again of having my good friend, Pastor Vince Gatland, with us this morning. Vince, how are you, sir? Good morning, Derek. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Enjoying those last days of summer, as you say. Yeah, good. So I have had a, a bit of a break, been away myself and getting that rest that we're talking about. Um so but you know we've got some we've got some really good things to talk about today. So uh, uh Vince, do you want to just open up a wee bit of prayer, please? Yeah, for sure. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. There's a place where we can go, Lord God. We go through the trials, the challenges of life. Lord, when we find ourselves in places where we don't feel rest, Lord God, that we come to you, Lord, who is the Prince of Peace. And Lord God, I'm I'm, I'm remembering the, the words, a, a hymn that I looked at yesterday, and it says, There's a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God, a player where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God. So, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, we're we're going to talk about just that, Lord, those times, Lord God, that, that we face trials and challenges and tribulations and heart and pain, Lord, that we can go to you, Lord, and come near to the heart of God, Lord, to get rest, to get peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, friends. So, this morning's message is about maintaining our own heart rest in adverse circumstances. <laughs> Vince, you any you can relate me with that, that maintaining how, how do we do that how, I mean living in this relational world we live in and a world of unrest you know we're all touched at some level with relationship conflict whether it's family spouse work you know the world we're living in um, within ourselves, just conflict within ourselves, emotional upheaval within ourselves. Uh, you know, how do we maintain our heart peace in adverse circumstances? So we're going to unpack that and talk a wee bit about it and share some personal stories. And um, You know, but in your experience as a pastor dealing with people for years, Vince, has this been uh, an important uh, thing to learn it's totally important, Derek, because as you say, you know, in the years of pastoring in churches and encountering situations that people go through because we're, we're living life and life is not trouble-free, as the scripture tells us. Mm. Um, so, yeah, to learn to learn how to cope with those situations because, you know, if we don't learn those things, we can find ourselves trapped in hate and mistrust and agitation and it totally, it totally affects the relationships we're in. So it's really vitally important that that we learn these things, how to how to uh, deal with those things when they come along as they will. And uh, you know, I know in my own life, 
you know, obviously at the age I'm at, you know, major things have happened in my life that I've had to learn how to how to uh, not only cope but thrive in those situations. And the answer to thriving in the situation is stay close to the heart of God. I received this word during the week. It's been quite a week in terms of personal ministry and then the experience that we had when, when we were visiting somewhere. Uh, as I've reflected, I've been aware that this is this is what I was observing. That the people I was engaging with, that there was this sense of the need to maintain the the peace, the rest, as they faced these very hostile or hurtful. When we say adverse, we talk about it's dreadful, it's dire. You know, you're really unlucky to be facing that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I know that those that are listening, everybody is, might, might, you know, might be thinking about something that, is, that, that we've experienced, but we've just felt, oh, I'm such an unlucky so-and-so to, to experience this. Uh, you know, but, you know, it might be the now, it might be the future, it might be the past, but, you know, we've all had to face these deeply hurtful, harmful even, unfavourable circumstances that, that we we can can see are preventing our success, preventing our development, preventing progress. Uh, I was reading as I went holiday, so I was doing some great, uh, you know, research around rest. And uh, I'd read a book on the ruthless elimination of hurry. We'll get to some of that as we go on with the, the, the series, but I was reading a, I was reading a chapter around something, uh, and and the author was talking about an individual who he had concerns about because the amount of responsibilities he had, and he'd asked his doctor, sorry, expressed his concerns to his doctor, the man's doctor, and the doctor said, no, no, that, that I'm fine with this. The guy is a Wholly emotionally integrated person. He said he's not got a lot of unnecessary emotional energy leaks. He's in, he's entirely free for that. And I thought that was such an important thing to point out. Because maintaining our heart rest means that we manage our emotional lives and reactions to others, reactions to the adverse circumstances we face. You know, this book was written nearly a hundred years ago. And it was talked about how people then were realizing the maintenance of their own spiritual life, their peace, their heart rest was so important in maintaining this quality of life. You I respond to that, Vince? Yeah, certainly, Derek. Um, thanks for sharing that. Uh, because if, if that was written a hundred years ago, imagine how you could magnify that in the light in the world that we live in today. That we live life at such a frantic pace. We're surrounded by technology. We're surrounded by stresses and strains that our ancestors of a hundred years ago did not encounter. So all the more so in our generation to be able to learn how to handle these situations. And 
and and have that emotional security, emotional maturity, uh, to be able to deal with things that come along like this. So, you know, for me, I think back to my grandmother and their lives, they lived very simple lives. They seemed very uncomplicated. I'm sure they had their own challenges. But looking back, I see a simpler way of life. And now in, in, in our generation, in our time, that's the last thing our lives are today. So all the more so, Derek, for us to really delve deep and understand how to cope in the lives that we live in this generation, in this society, in this culture, that, that we really need to d develop that uh, emotional maturity and, and, and know where to go uh, when things just get on top of us. And I know that the reality is we all have things that anger us. Everyone is. We all can misinterpret others. And we all can be prone to see things through the eyes of the past or the eyes of our pain. And this author actually quotes that if we allow energy leaks, which I thought was really good, caused by hereditary or self-imposed emotional reactions, of a debilitating nature will be lacking in in strength because it'll be the unha how unharmonious that this this harmony within you know that that we are out of our own brokenness we're seeing things out of pain from the pain of the past you know we misinterpret others and that leads to this soul disturbance it leads to this you know lack of rest in our hearts. And the, the definition here of unrest is a feeling of disturbance or a feeling of dissatisfaction in a person. You know, so this unrest is this feeling that's within us of disturbance, interference, the concern, the distress, the dissatisfaction that's in us, that's upsetting us, that's like agitating us. And, uh, you know, when that's there we are forfeiting our rest or peace, you know, because of this feeling that's within us. So, you know, to maintain our own heart peace, that's the key. Our own heart rest is the key, uh, you know, as we face these challenges. How do we do that? <laughs> Keep some insight, please. <laughs> do you know, Derek, how often have we spoken about the prism that we look through in life? You know, and if if that prism is distorted with pain and upset and hate and and uh, agitation, then everything else that we look at is going to be distorted as well. There's room through that bathroom uh, window that's opaque. We see life. Not as it is, but what our pain tells us it is. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, for us in this time and this in this podcast mm -hmm. to explore uh, how we get ourselves out of that, and we start to see things. And as you're right, if we look at that prism and we look at other people through that prism, we're we're going to have a very distorted view of them, and we really, in in this time. And this time, we really need to know and understand how to get out of there as quickly as possible. And you and I know 
the, the answer to this is the presence of God, getting into the presence of God. And, and, and we start then to see, we start then to see uh, that situation, that person uh, as he sees them. And it starts to change our opinion or the situation. We start to see hope in the situation where we've just felt distressed. And I, I know during the week, as, as I've said, you know, some of the things we've experienced, you know, we love to hear about the Christian ideal, this beautiful, perfect, perfect uh, harmony, perfect relationships. But as, as John Eldridge has, has taught us so well, we live in a world at war. <laughs> it's not hard to look about the new and see war everywhere. The countries at war, world at war. But what about families at war? Spouses at war, children at war, and uh, so in the midst of that, that's that's the context. So rest has to be fought for, entered into. It says in Hebrews four about labor to enter into this rest. Why? Because we know that this that there's a, there's an effort involved. And when I read that, I I understand it now. In the midst of adverse circumstances, I need to labor. I need to work because if I just go with the flow and I go with the tide, as I just drift with the current here, I'm going downstream. I'm going to go with my feelings of upset and anger and, and disturbance and annoyance and all that. So, you know, to be able to maintain my peace and rest and heart rest, that, that is, that's the key. That that is what's worth fighting for because living it's 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 painful to think about what the consequences are. J just allowing this stuff to totally define my heart, your heart, our hearts, and life, and families, and marriages, and communities. To keep this peace, how so and so important. To not allow our, our heart rest to be stolen. To be able to stop. I mean, I, I've been doing a wee bit of research preparing for this, and I mean, there's some things I've read that are, that are, that are so jarring, so shocking in a sense, to, 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 to shock you, to wake up to the fact that this is our, this is our great, greatest of work. This is our work for God. That when, when I'm at peace, when I'm at rest, his work flows through me. Yeah. When I'm at, when I'm when I'm disturbed, I've got I'm useless. When I'm disturbed, I have no get I've not got <laughs> I'm basically a big sign up to, busy. I'm not available. I've not got. I, I then I can then miss opportunities to be used by God to to bring calm, to bring peace, to bring healing, to bring truth into a situation. You know, Derek, that you know what you're saying there reminds me of that that scripture from Jeremiah six sixteen. We we know it well. We've spoken about it uh, a lot over the years, and it just says this. Thus says the Lord: Stand by the roads and look. And ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it and find rest for your souls. It describes the way back to God, doesn't it? It describes, uh, you know, 
in those situations where we're troubled, they can look for those paths that take us back to God, where we find rest and we find peace. And uh, I mean, just reading that, it brings life to my soul in this subject. It brings life to me. It makes me feel uh, hopeful, you know, that, you know, in times in times like these, and, and the people we're dealing with that are troubled, that we can point them to those ancient paths yeah. and they will find rest for their souls. Yeah. And what are the practical ways? This is what we need to identify because people maybe listening, they just think they're just preaching God, God. You know, what, what what's the pragmatic, practical? These, these are the things that this is what you do. I, I have to say, I've, I've not had any better advice than the one paragraph I can quote from a wee devotional book. Never had any, I've not as good advice as this. And it says, be more afraid. <laughs> yes. Be more afraid of any soul disturbance. Be more afraid of any spirit unrest. Be more afraid of any ruffling of your inner life than of earthquake or fire or any outside forces. Now, these three words, I've already spoke about unrest, that disturbance, dissatisfaction within us. Disturbance is that interference, the, the interruption of our peace, the disruption of our healthy emotional mental functioning. And ruffling means the loss of composure. The annoyance, the irritations, the exasperations that comes into us. Be more afraid of those things. So identifying what that is, so that, you, so that we can go, right, I'm feeling that just now. I feel that dissatisfaction. I feel that annoyance. I feel that disturbance. I feel that lack of loss of composure and anger. Uh, be more afraid of that than of any of these things in the outside world that people get through their full lives terrified of, fires and earthquakes and all the things on the outside. Be merely afraid of what's going on inside of you. Why? Because that's the only time evil can find an entrance. And through our unrest and these feelings of dissatisfaction and feelings of frustration and feelings of irritation, eh, that's when all hell can break loose in and through us. Because out of that exasperation, we we explode. We say things, we react to things, we you know we we live boil just about to boil over because of the feelings that we have. When, what we're saying is the practicalities of this is you know it's not just about this high in the sky stuff. You know we we're actually saying God God is interested in us bringing to him because that's what you're saying I come to these ancient ancient all path but he's told me come to me cut all you who labour and are heavy laden burdened overweight weary sick and tired of life you're totally sick and tired of the hurts and the pain and the, the, the baggage you carry come to me and I will give you my rest as a gift yes. but what I'm seeing is my rest only remains when I trust him. I don't just come and I say, oh, I'm coming here to rest, but I walk away carrying all the same stuff and still, still in unrest, still in disturbance, still in exasperation. 
I need to come to him and recognise you're the solver of my problems. Your wisdom is greater than mine. You're able to rectify things that I don't have a clue where to begin. So that's where the heart rest can come from, as you're saying, that presence of communion with God. Because I then, I'm trusting in him and I can leave with that, with that, with that sense of peace and rest. Is that what you're yeah. saying there, man? Absolutely. You know, Derek, um, this was right. The, the subject of rest was right at the centre of uh, the creation story and the importance of rest. God recognised it himself, and on the seventh day, he gave himself rest from his labours. But, you know, you know, he even speaks about, this is back in Leviticus, um, he even speaks about the importance of giving the land itself, the soil of the earth, rest. Every seventh year, he instructed them, don't sow, don't reap, don't touch the vineyard, don't prune the vineyards. That seventh year, allow them to rest. And just, you know, I, I found out years ago when I first went to Florida and I went to uh, the orange groves and I learned learned from the guys there about the, they were over, over farming. They were over farming the oranges. They were, they were looking for a harvest every single year. And the result of that was there was very little vitamin C in those oranges. You know, and if we apply that to ourselves, you know, the goodness of the vitamin C, that's why we eat oranges, to get the vitamin C. And if we deny ourselves our rest, we don't have any vitamin C. Any The, the goodness that we would have from God is absent. The energy, the life that would flow from us otherwise uh, is, is, is lacking. So right there, right at the very beginning, God speaks about rest and the importance of it. Yeah, so just to end, really, in the, in the maintaining of our own heart rest, you know, as, as Vince is saying there, that sense that putting so much pressure on ourselves to produce, or the, the trees to produce, you know, the plant to produce, um, you know, just tying that together, that when these things are going on inside of us, we need to take the pressure off ourselves to be to be functioning normally, because that will not happen when when there's when there's disturbance going on inside of us. It's those moments where I have to say my greatest responsibility right now is to maintain and the maintenance. I love in the, in the twelve steps. What the maintenance steps are the last three steps. And it's about continuing to take personal inventory. It's, to, it's about prayer and meditation, cultivating their connection with God. You know, there's this maintenance of your spiritual life. So, you know, what we are talking about here is the maintenance of our own heart rest in the midst of the difficulties we face. So it's not a wee perfect formula we're talking about because we know that these things hurt. You know, I've experienced some things this week. You know, some of the things we've, we've been uh, exposed to with, with the lives and families of others. You've gone, these things are massive. The adversity within their lives right now are absolutely massive. The level of disturbance that that is causing, you can't underestimate how hard that is to deal with. We're not trying to say there's a wee perfect formula. You just do this. 
you've got your heart in the midst of all this. You have to actually be sensitive enough to say, what are you needing right now? What can you cope with in the midst of this? What would be best for you to remove yourself from that from this situation, you know, or these set of circumstances to get that time where you can get a closure, where you can get a bit of a release that can then lead to to you processing this with God, communing with Him, talking things through, sharing these things, getting your heart dumping stuff out, getting the making a a clean breast it all. And I mean that to me, in my experience, and as I've, I've as I've journeyed, that that has been massive for me. It's massive to share with others. It's been massive to to write what you're feeling down and no no to stay stuck. We we for me one thing that I've found tremendously helpful. It was a technique for this relationship worker who gave you a a, a format and a structure to write out your feelings, which started with anger and resentment and a disappointment and hurt, fear and insecurity, forgiveness, ownership for yourself, and then it led to then, you know, offering of forgiveness, love, understanding, appreciation. And it was so healthy in the sense that it got, it, for, for those of us that are stuck in anger, stuck in you know, the frustration or the disappointments we feel for others. It gives you this healthy uh, way of, and, and you know, for us that have not learned these things very well, if you've grown up and you've never learned how to, how do I resolve conflict well? How do I resolve my frustrations and my anger well? And uh, so to me, that, that format was brilliant because it just gave you this healthy uh, structure that, that, that meant you moved from your negative feelings through to understanding and through to forgiveness. But, you know, again, the point I'm making here is you need to be kind to you. Because until you walk in someone's shoes, I met somebody this week and, and, I, and I saw how much pain and how painful the situation is that they're walking through. And there's all these other people involved. There's so much hurt, so much resentment and there's so much that hostility, adversity. But you know, for for that person, I kinda just give them wee tips and techniques and advice. They need to say, here's what my heart feels for themselves. And and be allowed the space and time to resolve that. So really what what we're what we're sharing here is whatever way that works for you, whatever whatever uh, things if you find helpful, do them. Maintain your own heart peace. If you need to go away to get yourself at peace, do it. If it doesn't, if that doesn't, if if, if you don't, you know, you just need to take a a, a hour off, a, a, a go for a long walk in the woods, you know, go to the beach, go up the hills, find your place where you allow your heart to just uh, rest, and you allow it to. To grieve, you allow it to 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 shout. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've heard some cracking hangs of late. Guys that are in the, I heard John, he'll just tell us about been in the, his garage with a baseball bat, a bin whacking the hang because he needed to get his anger out, or if it's just whacking your pillow with a household utensil, get the thing out. 
rather than have it in your heart. That that that's whatever way works for you. But the goal is get the hangs out so that your heart's at peace. So and just to finish, Vince. No, I think I think you've you've described it very, very well and very real. Uh, the places that we can find ourselves in. I, ju I would just I would just finally say this. You know, the rest that God gives is a gift from him. And he wouldn't have given us this gift unless he knew how much we needed it and how much we need it here in 2023. So, yeah. It's been a good session, Derek. Thanks for bringing this difficult subject up. There's no easy way to say it. There's no nice words to say it. You just have to say it as it is. So uh, thanks for thanks for doing this. No problem. And I'll just finish the prayer. So Father, we just thank you. As Vince said there, it's a gift. Your rest is a gift. And you couldn't be offering this unless you were at rest. And that to me is so exciting. After everything you went through, all the challenges, the, the the rejection, the persecution you went through, and you said, I'm at peace, I'm at rest. So God, I thank you today for each person listening. We just pray, Lord, we are asking you to impart the strength. We're asking for new ability, new awareness, new strength, new confidence, new insight, God. Updates for our hearts to help us to keep our hearts at peace, to keep our hearts at rest, to fight for this rest, to enter into that rest, to labour to enter into it. In the midst of the adversity we all experience, and to be able to trust you to bring about the cures that we need, to bring the resolution, to bring the healing, to bring the, the solving of the problems. And God, as we do this, Lord, as you, as you, as you do that, your part, we do our part, keep our hearts at peace. Keep our hearts free from hate, our minds from worry, to forget ourselves, to think of others, to do as we would be done by, to be able to trust you. And whenever we do feel these disturbances on the surface of our hearts, help us to run back to you, say, God, I need this righted, I need my peace restored. A rest restored so that I walk in that rest and offer that rest to others. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.